0: The following podcast is an Embassy Row production.
1: Welcome back to the Beauty Vanguard, where we explore the beauty of inclusion and Speaking of beauty, do you want to know what my 2022, like, new year, new you obsession has been? What? My brows. It's all about- Your
0: eyebrows? My eyebrows.
1: It's all about brows. As opposed to the other brows? Yeah,
0: your eyebrows. Yes.
1: Yes. Not my elbow brows, my eyebrows. (laughs) And it has been, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm manifesting it because now I feel like everything I'm reading about- are new trends in brows. Mm
2: -hmm. And, Mm -hmm.
1: you know, I am one of those people that has taken a journey with my brows, meaning born with those brows that you should just never mess with, right? My children have Mm -hmm. them. I'm constantly preaching Mm -hmm. to them, like, don't ever mess with those brows. But, you know, being a woman in my 40s, I also went through the early part of my adult life, Where everybody was obsessed with like the thin, Mm -hmm. skinny, tiny line, which, by the way, I really hope that trend never repeats because it's never a good idea. But also, such a bad idea because your brows really kind of frame your face and frame your eyes, which are your window to the soul. So why in the world were we like? Having a pencil line brow uh, at any point of our lives. I
0: don't know. And it was like this level of cleanliness and perfection. Like you couldn't have a little rogue eyebrow anywhere. And now it's anything but we see like Mm -hmm. the feathered brow and obviously Mm -hmm. microblading and micro feathering. um, Micro feathering and soap brows and glue sticks and brow lamination and all. The thing, I have to tell you, speaking of brows, I just went to, I'm due for my next appointment, but I had my eye- eyebrows microbladed like two years ago or three years ago at this point and they faded since, but something happened to the pigment. I don't know if it's because I have like melanin-ish melanin in my skin, but it turned red like the pigment yeah. that got left over, to the point that like somebody stopped me and they're like, "Are you okay? Are you having like an allergic reaction?" They <laughs> thought I was having like an allergic reaction because I was running or I was walking. I was like in the neighborhood, and they were they were like, "Are your brows like, or you know?" Because they thought my face was starting to turn red. So oh Christy Stryker, who's a who does micro feathering at Strike here in Beverly Hills, she, her, and her team have started. The procedures where they lift the pigment out. Ooh. And it's basically like a peel. Yeah, I have to go back for my second one. And it is because I can't get the microbladed again or do anything until I get the red out. So you the have red you out. done microblading? You know, I did it for the first
1: time um, with this amazing woman um, in Beverly Hills named Ray Luca. Uh sort of I, I want to say early 2020. I did it um mostly because of all of the damage I did by waxing my eyebrows and, and too oh, over waxed. tweezing um yeah. all through my twenties to get rid of my like yeah. naturally bushy eyebrows, which I would give anything to have back. It it got to the point where like I had no brow and I couldn't grow mm-hmm. them back no matter what I was mm-hmm. using, um, and so I went to Ray Luca and I had her do a very minimal microblading. But you know to that point, and she's amazing. If anybody's ever looking for someone, the Striker Sisters too incredible. But for me, I, I've always wanted to just get back what I had and and mm-hmm. so and do it from a way that's natural because my skin is so sensitive. Um, mm-hmm. that you know, what has really been working for me since I haven't made it back for um, any form of a touch up has been using a brand that we carry over at 13 Loon, the BBB London. Um, oh, I have to try that. Oh, my goodness, it's, it's their brow. You know? um, um, hold on, because I have it right here because I just love to play with it all day long. Um, but I usually keep it right next to my bed. Um, it's their nourishing brow oil. Which has Ooh. like rosemary and all these natural ingredients. Um, and it has this little rollerball application.
0: Oh, but it's I need got
1: rollerball. It's so good. And it has lavender in it and it smells divine. And it literally is helping me, especially towards the end of my eyebrows where I did the most damage. And also just being in my 40s and perimenopausal hormone changes, all of that really yeah. affects our follicles. Yeah. And so just by using this brow gel, Every single night, and it feels so good. that you think that it's cooling. good for growth? It's amazing for growth. It has all of these natural properties, and it has lavender. So because it smells so divine, I use it as aromatherapy too. I put it on
0: my wrist yeah, a little bit on my like neck right before you go to sleep.
1: I like Ooh, smell I it, love sniff that. it right before. And and that, even though I I did a round of microblading, has really um, helped to to bring back that natural hair follicle and growth. Um hmm. and it's giving me kind of that natural feathery textured appearance. Like appearance. So yeah, so I'm into it. But yeah. Adding to cart. Adding to cart. Adding immediately. to the 13 Loon cart immediately. All of her products. Like she has this clear eye gloss. It's like lip gloss for your eyebrows. Her um lash treatment, this nourishing lash treatment, and then she does like yes. five different colors of this like eye gel that like helps to give volume and it's like using an eyebrow pencil without using an eyebrow pencil you just kind of flick the little microfiber wand across and it helps to fill in your brows I am a BBB London fanatic and I think I
0: gotta try it
1: yeah I think and by the way buy your buy your shade um and she always says you know if you have dark hair light hair, etc. cetera, you know, she covers everybody, the whole gamut, super inclusive brand in five shades. So you can just kind of add whatever color suits you to give yourself full volume while at the same time giving it the nourishing and help growing properties that yeah. come. I
0: need a this. one and done product because I'm so not good at like a growth thing and then using Mm-mm. the microfiber fill in. I need a all in one. Yeah, this like is an all in one. That's like filling in. In a natural way, because do you know how many times I've left the house and look in the little rear view mirror and want the eyebrow I've started with, which has the most product on the wand, is like two to three shades darker than the other <laughs> ah, eyebrow. I because love it. then I like just went and I never like redipped because I'm like, oh, that's kind of dark. And then this one's like three shades lighter because you could tell. Like I just haven't mastered that. I don't know. I don't know if other people have that problem, but I'm like not. My eyebrows look very much like done, and I just I don't want them right. To look I like done, the but natural. I, them I don't want them... more than this. Yeah, yeah. No. I hear yeah. you, girl.
1: I hear you. It's the brow build gel, and it comes in five different colors. All of her products are under thirty five dollars, um, and this brow build gel. That will be. She's your like um
0: a big deal. Well, she's a big deal, but I remember reading about her. She's like a threading pioneer. in Yeah, London. yeah. Like she, she brought basically brought ago. yeah.
1: Brought, basically, in two thousand four, she brought um threading um oh. to the UK, and she literally has been threading because she's of Southeast Asian descent, um, uh-huh. uh, Indian woman, and she's been doing threading since she was thirteen because she has what she called. A monobrow. I think here uh-huh. in the Western world, sometimes we call them mm-hmm. unibrows, but monobrow mm-hmm. sounds better. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so she started doing it at 13 in India. And then when she came to the UK, opened her first studio in a department store right next door to the Vogue offices. And and that's how she took uh-huh. off. And now she is the celeb genius to the stars. But you know, speaking of all of that. We have mm. a lot of great brands over at 13 Loon that are amazing um, for concealing and foundations mm-hmm. and brows mm-hmm. and skin. And in this next episode mm-hmm. of the Beauty Vanguard, we are going to talk to uh, Monica Blunder and her partner, Sandy, about Blunder Beauty. Um, and I'm really excited to get into this I'm episode excited. so we can it's have a full of face. Products. A full Full makeup, no makeup face.
0: (laughs) Full no makeup makeup. Stay tuned. There are few things we love more than a multitasking beauty product, and especially one made by one of the most trusted names in the industry, namely celebrity makeup artist, Monica Blunder. Monica has created trendsetting looks for her clients, Kate Hudson, Jessica Alba, Jennifer Lawrence, America Ferreira, and Gemma Chan, to name a few and has also teamed up with entrepreneur Sandy Asseter to develop Monica Blunder Beauty. Her first product is what we're counting as a holy grail level of concealer foundation. It's a blendable formula that can be worn sheer or built up for more coverage in a matter of seconds. Blundercover Cover is also packed with good-for-you ingredients that Monica grew up with in her home country of Austria, and she has created a hyper-inclusive shade range that is simply gorgeous. We're so excited to chat with both her and Sandy. Welcome to the Beauty Vanguard, Monica and Sandy. Thank you guys so much for being here. Yes, thank, thank you. For us. We use your product daily. We I can, sure do. I can I? safely, I can safely speak for Nicaeo. Uh, yes. And I've been using my thicker brush. It's called Call You Buff. Call, Call your You buff. buff. You both are obviously big beauty influencers, business women, experts, but we want to know about beauty before it was your business and your background. What led you, what, what led you here? What's informed your ideals and outlook on beauty?
2: So I'm going to start. Um, I am born and raised in Austria in a very small town. It's a mountain town, mountain region town, close to Salzburg, Kitzbühel. And I really grew up very, like, really natural, like in, in, the, in the nature, skiing every year. And my parents were really, big on healthy living uh my father uh you know he does mushroom hunting he has his own garden he makes his own jam he uh he uh, makes his like everything so I was really surrounded by just like a very organic sort of lifestyle and uh really outdoorsy, you know, lots of sports and things like that. So, um, and I grew up around women who were very naturally beautiful. You know, there was not a lot of makeup and skincare and expensive products and things like that. So I really didn't know that any of that stuff even existed until I was older. And um, so I do have these vivid memories of me being like a teenager because my older brother actually was working as a camera assistant in Munich. And Munich is only like an hour away from my hometown in Austria. So it was really exciting for me to take the train, you know, go to Munich and visit him on set. And like, you know, that was for me like, oh my God, I'm like around a movie set. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, because I didn't know any of that stuff. So... That's sort of like how I, you know, discovered beauty and makeup. And, and that's sort of where my love for makeup came from because I really, from that point on, wanted to, uh, you know, start a career in, in, that, in that field. But, uh, you know, my mom didn't wear a lot of makeup. She just wore like a little cover up underneath her eyes and like makeup really came later on in my life. Hmm.
1: I love that. What about you, Sandy?
3: Well, I actually started in technology. So I'm actually new to um, the beauty industry itself. I was in technology for about two decades. And, you know, however, I've always loved beauty. My um, earliest memories were of my mom going to the various beauty counters to try on um, creams and makeup and whatever she could find and she still does this today and she absolutely loves our brand which is cool but you know growing up seeing my mom she was very natural as well she was into health food and you know always wanting to have amazing skin in fact she was an Avon lady um, and Ooh. she sold Avon door to door which I is and so when we were you know i think it was about when i was around 9 or 10 when she started um, she would give us these little teeny, like lipstick samples. Do you remember those?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. yes, I oh, yeah. for those. I had them in my little yes. rainbow bright purse. I exactly. Love yeah. And they were like, so, this, they were so small, so tiny. So
3: tiny and the little perfumes and the cream. So mm-hmm. my sister and me, we just, you know, every time she would get a new shipment and we would want to know what was in there. So we got super excited about it. But, you know, from her, I've always understood how important it is to take care of my skin. And my mom never wore a lot of makeup. She just, you know, she's more of a natural look, but she always just, you know, put enough on. As I age, I'm the same way. I like a more no fuss natural look, especially being so busy. You know, it's just hard to spend a lot of time. And that's the beauty of Wonder Cover because yeah. like, it's just so yeah. easy and you can layer it on. But yeah, that's my story. And, you know, I grew up in Seattle, more of a natural mm-hmm. granilla type city.
0: Right? <laughs> Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love exactly. it. It's
1: so wonderful. To hear both of your kind of journeys to beauty, we often hear on this podcast, people tying it back to their experiences with their mom, whether their mom loved a lot of makeup, um, but some of my favorite influencers um, are people who really speak to learning about natural beauty from the very beginning. And I think that that's one of my favorite things about my daily experience with Blender Cover is that it just enhances you know your canvas and and mm-hmm. and you know helps to cover up spots like i suffer from you know hereditarily dark circles under my eyes as well as experiential dark circles under my eyes and i also love that it's you know it's so simple and easy to use i feel like makeup can be so intimidating sometimes and and it it really is just a such an incredible product that you all have created and monica obviously You have built such an incredible career as a celebrity makeup artist, a real, I mean, I say that you were like the OG YouTube sensation when it came to expression and using the art of makeup as expression, um, but making it so accessible and less intimidating. But, you know, like, what did it take for you
2: to get there? yeah i mean it, it it's 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 been a road really since twenty plus years I've been on and uh, and this brand is really a reflection of of my career and 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 my journey as a as a makeup artist and um working um so long in this industry and I've really been working on everyone on every skin color on every type of person you can think of um It was really, you know, it it was just really, it was meant to be for me to start my own product and just to create something. And I, it's always been a dream of mine. I always wanted to come out with my own product, and just doing a a complexion product was something that uh, was really uh, important to me because it's something I, I love doing someone's complexion. And uh, I feel like that's sort of my my best forte in 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 my work is just doing someone's skin. And I think it goes back to again my upbringing and everything you know where I'm from and like just being around women who are really natural. Um, I I love when when you see that in a woman. I don't I like to overpower someone with too much makeup. And, uh, and, and that's why I wanted to create blunder cover because I think it's the type of product in exactly the way how you just described it. It is, it's just something you can use in like five minutes. It gives you a more flawless finish, but you don't feel caked on. You don't feel like you're worrying so much. And, and it just gives you that little extra oomph, you know, you want. Absolutely.
0: Worry. Is it, is it, a. uh. uh culmination of all the things you didn't see, like, cause you've, you have access to every product you've tried it on so many different skin types and different situations from red carpet to on set and, and everything in between. Was it a product that you weren't seeing and, and can you describe also the consistency for our listeners? I mean, I, I know Nakeo and I evangelize this product cause we love it so much and it's like a concealer foundation hybrid why was that important to make something that was kind of a hybrid? I mean, Melissa, when you think about most makeup, like when you go back to the early days, like the
2: 80s and 90s, like Bobby Brown is an example. Her first product was a foundation stick, right? So, um, and, and, and when you really talk to makeup artists, most of us like prefer to work with a stick foundation or a cream foundation Versus a liquid foundation. A, when I go to work with my makeup kit, I mean, think about my kit is this big. I don't have that much room. You know, I can't put in, you know, 10 different liquid foundations. You know what I mean? So I have to have products in my kit that really work on everyone and that are effective and that are no fast products. So I usually always, most makeup artists really prefer to work with a cream or a stick because they just Mm. are so versatile and you can do so much with them. You know, you can make someone look really done up. You can really pound it on, but you can also sheer it out. And and Mm -hmm. as a concealer, you can like tackle areas where you need a little bit more coverage and, mm-hmm. my, and that was sort of my inspiration to come out with a product like that. But I wanted it to be clean and I wanted it to have really gorgeous ingredients. I wanted it to have healing properties such as Arnica and Edelweiss. And again, that comes from my upbringing in Austria. And mm-hmm. I wanted it to be a bit more sheer than the, the standard stick foundation. Hmm.
0: Well, it certainly that. does exactly all the things you set out to do. And also, as Nikeo, um mentioned before, the range is so inclusive yes. um, and so broad, um, which is, you know just one of the reasons but a huge reason why we carry it over at 13 Loon because it really celebrates the inclusivity of beauty. Was that important to both of you? It's obviously something you planned from the beginning but is that something that you have both talked about and that you know creating something that was really inclusive of because I know you just came out with or you're coming out with new shades that are sort of in between the shades that already exist. We have six
2: more shades coming so we we will be at 20 shades in a couple of weeks. Super proud that in one year as a self-funded company that we were able to be at 20. And and I really want to touch base uh, with the number 20 because Blunder Cover is the type of product, uh, and I don't know if you guys have noticed it, like you can be multiple shades. Mm-hmm. And that's another really neat yeah. thing about this product. And I'm sure Nikia, you can sh- use Shade yep. six. I'm sure you can do seven. I'm sure you can bring in a little bit of eight sometimes. out Or as a contour. Same with me. I can be uh, a 2.5 in the winter. I can be a 3.5. I can be a three. And that's already the beautiful thing about the versatility about this product. Um, and, um, I also want to touch uh, a little bit on the sustainability factor that, um, I don't think blunder cover with this type of formulation needs fifty shades. And I don't wanna create shades that are just sitting on the shelf. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times you go to the brands and you know they're you know you're proud there is fifty shades, but not all of them are really wearable and usable, and no one talks about the fact that those products are you know sitting on the shelves, they're gonna end up on the landfills. They're not being used. So my goal, Sandy, and my goal is to really come out with intentional colors that are being used. And there comes my makeup artist um, experience again because I have worked with so many different colors and shades and types of people that I kind of know what works. And also I'm still in front of those people that I can come in with samples and testers and see and try them out and see if they work on people and then they can go into
3: production.
1: Sandy, what does inclusivity and beauty mean to you?
3: Well, growing up, there weren't a lot of people that looked like me. I mean, I saw a lot of blonde haired, blue eyed, um, and light brunettes. And maybe there was a few people of color like Iman. Um, Because my background is my grandfather came from the Philippines. And so, um, in Seattle, you see a lot of different Asians around, but like, if you think about the media growing up in the seventies and eighties, you didn't see a lot of that. So it's just so amazing to me how things have changed. And when you look at covers and you look at TV shows, you see people of all different types of backgrounds and also shapes Mm -hmm. and sizes too. So, um, that's, that's what's important to me and just thinking about inclusivity. It just spans everything, not just makeup.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I mm. I first of all, I mean, right. hands down, I mean, I would say that I don't often wear foundation, but I wear blunder cover every day because it doesn't feel like foundation. It it, it feels like an extension of enhancing mm-hmm. my skin, you know, and it's it's One of the things that we love the most because obviously at 13 Loon, you know, 90% of the brands we carry are created by black and brown founders who create products for all, as well as 10% of our brands that are dedicated to allyship because beauty is universal. We all deserve to be seen. We all deserve to be considered Mm -hmm. and represented. Yeah, represented. Mm -hmm. and, And I think that's what makes Blender Cover so special is that... You know, you weren't just cherry picking shades that you knew would serve a certain audience. You were so intentional in picking shades. And I love what you have both said about the, you know, the buildable coverage and everybody being able to customize what works best for their skin. But it isn't an overwhelming assortment. I I think that an edited 20 shades does serve all. You know, as a black woman, uh, you know, going up and and going to look for my shades, you know, there were just a handful of brands and and quite often, you know, I have a red undertone. So if it was a darker complexion shade, it was made with a yellow undertone, so it made my skin sort of gray or ashy and and blender cover also and I love every time you speak about Austria, Monica, it just makes me think of Sound of Music and how I just want to run through the field. Austria is <laughs> like
0: my favorite place in the world. I've ne- I love Austria. And I grew up Literally,
2: the surrounding where I grew up. It looks like the sound of music. I mean, and I mean the fact that
1: I can put the sound of music on my face every day and that it speaks to inclusion and, (laughs) you know, that both Melissa and I wear it every day and she's Filipino and I'm black and I have so many Caucasian friends that wear it, you know, friends of mine that are darker complected, you know, than I am, have fallen in love with it and... And it's, it's how we should all feel within it because mm-hmm. I think hands down, I would say, not only is it hydrating, packed with incredible good for you ingredients, it's something that we can all celebrate together. It was so important to mm-hmm. me,
2: so important. I, I will never forget, I was at a makeup counter once and I, um, I, w- w- I was shopping for foundation and this really beautiful woman of color came to the counter and she was looking for her color and she asked the sales guy if he can help her. And he was so rude to her and he was like, I'm sorry, but we don't have your shade. And, I was melting inside of me. I was so upset. And I was telling myself, I'm like, if I ever, w- when I have my own line, this will never, ever, ever happen to me. And it stuck to me, like just that moment. Like, I just like, I was like, it'll never happen. And me, you know, I I started in the 90s as a makeup artist. And I, you know, I do remember, uh, you know, many times, um, you know, having products sent from certain brands and it was just not, you know, the the shades weren't there. And it's just so beautiful to see that it's just all changing. And big thank you to you guys too, Nikia, What you guys have done this year alone is just incredible. And you guys' success is wonderful to watch. Thank you. I remember
1: being an assistant in Hollywood and I worked for one of my greatest mentors, Molly Madden, and I remember um, some of her clients had you as a makeup artist, and you would show up on the call sheets or I would pop by a set and I was so fascinated by by your work and how you would transform um or not even transform you know sort of enhance the natural beauty of these actresses and and so it's also been so fun to watch your career since the 90s, um, in my assistant days, to to today, and to have had the privilege of of you doing my makeup. Fun fact: We did a video and a shoot where Monica. Did a Michelle Obama look on me? So I got to, Ooh. I got to pretend to be Michelle Obama for an afternoon. Still, hands down, one of that's the, fun, one of the greatest right. days of my life, and that was pre-blender cover. So I feel like we need to do a take two with a with blender <laughs> cover. That, yes, by blender that cover. Be, yes, I yes. Love that. and I can be Michelle two
0: Yes, let's do it. Yeah, let's that's do amazing. it. Amazing. Absolutely. I also love that. The the range isn't just inclusive. I mean, obviously we've covered that, but it's also like the nuances of between each shade. And now with more shades coming out, I think I do like four point five and five or four and five, somewhere in there. But there's a four,
2: four two five coming, Melissa. Yeah, so that's
0: going to be my like perfect. I'm gonna need all three of them. But then for, yeah, for new, for Uniqlo, there's
2: a six point five, which no, there's a six two five coming as
0: well. Oh, there is like a big, oh my gosh, beautiful so darker good. shades.
2: And then we did one even darker than nine. So oh ten is gosh, like I love gorgeous it. I love too.
1: it. And it's and it so, is. And it's fun yeah. that, you know, the blending. I've learned a contour and we cannot discredit uh your incredible brushes. Like I've had friends purchase purchase um blender cover on 13 loon and i'm like don't forget to buy the brush because the brush is the yeah. game changer
2: a total different experience and i really love the new one the buffing one the call you buff
1: like it's really mm, i used it to contour this morning
0: well. i, I love watched it. one of your videos yes it was
1: great i used to i used to be intimidated okay. by contouring and now i'm a pro <laughs> yeah
0: she contoured this morning i watched her it was yeah. really good she's really
2: she's a pro your makeup looks beautiful Thank today, Nikia. By the way, Thank too, you. I wanted
0: to say that. Um, so, much. so, with yeah. everything going on in beauty, you guys are innovating. There's a lot going on with all the bigger attention to skincare and beauty that that uh, an emphasis that's been put on it, especially through the past year and a half or so. What excites you both about the industry most right now? It could be a product or a trend or just.
2: I think the amount of women-owned brands um, is really exciting at the moment, and mm-hmm. seeing more sustainable and international brands in on my on my end is really what excites me. Mm. Me too. How Amazing. about you, Sandy?
3: Well, for me, I'm so business focused. So I'm thinking <laughs> about like how the beauty industry is evolving. Like when we think about communicating with labs and you know formulations they're more open now to like really look at um, botanicals and just different ingredients. Um, Because in the past, it's all been about, you know, saving money. So they would use, um, you know, fillers and all kinds of ingredients that aren't really good Uh for the skin. And we're just so focused on that. So, um, you know, it took us a while to even find a lab that um, would work with us and develop something that, um, that Monica, really um, could stand behind. Um, But it it excites me because now when we approach them, the larger brands are becoming clean as well. So it opens up a new avenue for the smaller brands, which is really great for us. And even packaging like that I think also
2: seeing our idea of beauty expand, to be more inclusive to uh, you know to include all body types uh genders etc and to really embrace our unique you know features that used to be de- deemed you know uh you know or not beautiful i think right things like wrinkles acne mm. you know body hair like anything mm. like now you know we can mm-hmm. we can really you know celebrated and before it was always deemed
0: there was there's no one definition of beauty for sure and um now you're actually seeing lines that are exemplifying that and catering to that Mm -hmm. that that there's something for everyone um
2: and again starting like when I was starting in the 90s everyone looked you know like me blonde blue eyed like boring (laughs) like now I'm not in at all anymore (laughs) it's like you know what I mean
0: your You're dead.
3: Oh my God, like boring.
2: For everything from <laughs> boring.
1: And have the most oh, yeah. beautiful children and the most oh, yeah. incredibly beautiful husband uh, mm-hmm. who creates such beauty for the world. Um, you know, it's interesting because we talk a lot about, you know, in beauty, so much of it is, you know, what you put on and and, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, covering yourself and blah, 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 you know, and it's, you know, one of the, the questions that we love to ask all of our guests is, how do you take it off? How do you give yourself your Monica in Sandy time? How do you give yourself um, your own self care and beauty?
2: Oh, I, I love me some Monica time. <laughs> no, I have no problem, you know, spending some time and, and just like taking care of myself. I love a good massage. I like to do a good walk. I love walking with my dogs. I like to listen to podcasts like you guys, you know what I mean? Like on my walks, I, I do yoga. I mean, I, I love like a half an hour every day. I like to give it to myself for sure. And I, I don't have a problem admitting I love it. that. How about you, Sophie? And for me, I love
3: going to get a facial. I'd rather get a facial than get a massage. So when I used to travel a lot, that's what I would do. I would just book an appointment in advance. Um, but when I'm not traveling, I obviously will go to a, um, a spa. But I love to walk. And I walk a lot. Um, and I like to mm. use my elliptical. I just find that moving just yeah. helps clear the mind. Yeah.
0: Which is great. any any facialist favorites?
3: I like that diamond one. And then just like the hydrating mm. type of facials those are great. interesting that you yeah. say you
0: like a facial better than a massage I'm like literally massaging my neck right now I want a massage so yeah. bad I live for a massage I, I'm so the
2: opposite I had a massage last night it was I still dream about it oh. I love a massage I, I could have one every day too okay
0: I thought I was like do crazy. Do I'm like do why this? don't people want massages like <laughs> I said to my husband yesterday I wish I, there was somewhere I could just go that always had a parking spot that I could just go and there you was true. like a bar and like sit down and there was someone who would just massage my shoulders <laughs> that i could just pull up no, i didn't need to make an appointment no, is this like a business idea i'm hatching guys i don't know I sandy you it. tell me i'm yeah. just throwing I it like out there i like it it means needs- facials to me i i, I never new. get facials oh it's i like so facials too that don't that. get me wrong i just have had massage on my mind i
2: love facials. but you
0: know what i like lately yeah.
2: have you I guys gotten stretched too, when you get a
0: facial have you gotten stretched no now? like a no, stretch lab or one like of those places
2: Stretch lab, that's really good. It's really good for you too. Yeah. And like if you in like you know, because we're all mm-hmm. sitting yeah. all day long and I'm so cold and we're not moving our body enough, like stretching is really great, and it's great when someone helps you because you go yeah. deeper yeah. than you normally. Yeah, yeah. I need to try yeah. that. I so definitely want to try that, and I think
1: I love facials and massages equally. I used to be only facial. And then when you get that first great massage that literally transforms your mind, body, and soul, you fall in love. So, so I think I love them. I love them both equally. And I've fallen really in love with Squeeze um, over on Ventura because, you know, often you, you know, you think, oh, I've got to schedule these kinds of things well in advance. You know, I know with, you know, my facialist, Um, who is a facialist to the stars, you know, she has a wait list sometimes, but squeeze for a massage purpose. It's, you could just literally be driving by, get on the app, pop in for a 30 minute or an hour, just fit it into your day, like going to grab a cup of coffee. And it's the greatest treat, um, that you can give yourself. Like, I'm going to do
2: it tomorrow. It's the best. <laughs> I, I think I love to do, and again, that's for my upbringing in, in Austria because my whole family, we do it. We do like spa days. So in mm. Austria, after skiing, we go in the sauna. Mm. And then we also do the cold and warm. Yeah, I so, do that like, at, pause. Yeah, I do at, at pause. Yeah, I do pause. I do that at pause too. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I haven't been, but that's why I'm so obsessed with Wim Hof. Like, I mm. think he's amazing. Um, I wanna build a sauna in my house and like an ice bath. That's like my dream. Like next year, that's what I wanna do. But I like going to the Korean. Me spa, too. So there's so many. Me too.
0: Happening. It's the best. I do too. I haven't yeah. been in so long. Me but either. there you can do it all. Mm-hmm. You can facial massage, jade room. Yeah. I love that LA has that. I know because we're all in LA, but like has a great Korea town but then the spa culture there is so great it's not I mean I've lived in New York and Boston and I mean I've lived a few places and I've never seen anything like it it really is a way of life like I remember going in obviously pre-pandemic and I remember going in and I swear to god it looked like some people had been laying on the jade floor for like 48 hours like they had not left (laughs) they had like towels over their head I think there was a little glow of a laptop light coming out (laughs) like it's just like a way of life and I know families that go like you're saying Monica I know families that go here as like on Sundays they'll all go together and me too like we spa yeah Yeah. we spa I love we spa
2: I I used to bring my daughter with me. We'd go all the time. It's like, but there's a really a a little bit of a fancier one, because especially right now with the pandemic and people being a bit scared about going to the Korean spas, because there's quite a lot of people in Beverly Hills. It's actually my friend Anna owns the place. It's called Bellicure. I oh. love Bellicure. Oh, Bellacure is is on Beverly Drive, and it's it's very it's a bit more expensive than the Korean spa, uh-huh. but you get a one on one, so you get a your own room oh. with this woman who like scrubs you, and they have this specific water thing. It's like this shower head which is above your body, and it just comes down like a rainfall. It's oh, so amazing. That sounds amazing. It's, it's, it's really and, and it's a really it. good gift. Oh yeah, pelik. All right. right. So okay. I'll text you guys. But if you need a good gift for mm-hmm. someone, it's a great yes. gift.
0: I want that gift for me. I want that gift for me too. We need a field trip to Bellicure, guys. to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we totally need a field
2: trip. It's a really good one. And across the street is the the Japanese one. That's my favorite place
0: on earth, Tomoko Spa.
2: Jessica turned me on, so she gave me a gift to go there one time. But that that one is, like, ridiculously expensive. It's expensive. It's It's a
0: treat but it's I love much. it. It's there's yeah. there's no place, there's no place I'd rather go. I'm dreaming of it right now. If you guys <laughs> haven't been to Tomoko Spa, I'm giving and, it a shout out. Oh my Please gosh. Go. And you get, you get sushi afterwards, right? Not right now. They're not giving out any food through the pandemic, but yes, typically you get a little tray of like Japanese, like treats, like a sweet treat, and then like something savory and then a really nice, like, ginger tea yeah it's a whole experience like steeped in Japanese culture it's really it's a beautiful it's a beautiful place but it's like a beautiful experience and but like Monica said it's it's not it's it's pricey it's it's a treat it's like a, Have someone buy it for you yeah. as a gift yeah. so if anybody's listening that wants
1: to know what to get me for my yeah. birthday in April
0: <laughs> right. All of us, all of us. Send to Mocha gift cards. Yes. Send to Mocha yes. gift cards. Yes. Well, with all, you know, that's going on, um, you know, you guys have created this great line, you know, launched it in, in the pandemic and there's so much to be grateful for, but we always like to know what we have to be hopeful for. So what, what makes you hopeful right now, Monica? What
2: makes me hopeful in in general with the beauty uh, world i think what makes me hopeful that we're being more aware of the sustainability factor to me is really important because again of my upbringing where i'm from and you know that's one thing when i first moved here it's just very you know things are pretty you know excessive yeah. but, you know especially with products and like you know I get so many things sent because of all the launches Mm. everything comes to my house Mm. and and sometimes I'm like why do you guys have to come out with 50 lipsticks colors like why can we not just do a little bit less because everything just you know ends up you know we want to take care of this planet because we want our children to live on on here and we want our children to have children still so I really I'm hopeful that people become a bit more aware of the, you know, the environment and the the
3: sustainability factor of the beauty world. So Mm, That's beautiful. That's beautiful.
2: beautiful.
1: What about you, Sandy? What makes you hopeful?
3: I am so excited about our brand. I mean, we are going to take off next year. We're launching a ton of product um, in 2022 and we're expanding to new retailers. So... Stay tuned. It's just a very exciting time. And also yeah. we celebrated our, Congratulations. our year. Congratulations. Oh, that's right. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. I love
1: it. You all turned yes. a year old. 13 Thank Loon you. turned a year old. What a year. <laughs> businesses born out of COVID on Zoom. What a year. All of the yep. things. Yeah,
0: Zoom businesses for mm-hmm. sure. Exactly. Wow. Incredible, guys. Well, we can't wait to, to see all the new things that I know nakao and I will be using for sure. All the new products. Yes, and hopefully um, selling new- over at 13 Loon as well. Yes, of course. Tell our listeners where they can find you um, on social media um, and also uh, your uh, the beauty Instagram. So you can
2: find me on Monica Blunder where you see like my daily sort of life and a little bit about my family and my kids. Then on Monica Blunder Beauty, if you want to like follow our products and new launches and things like that. And then uh, obviously on my YouTube channel, Monica Blunder and uh, monicablunderbeauty.com for products purchases.
0: Amazing. I forgot your YouTube channel. It's such a great channel. It's Everyone needs to watch. I it's love your best. videos great I mean, videos. I'm being really
2: lazy. I haven't done that many videos, but I actually released the video today. Uh, it's a holiday video. Amazing. So maybe you can go and check Yeah, it for that. sure. Yeah. I love
1: your videos. Love, love, love. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you. Well, we are so thrilled um, to have had you both here on the Beauty Vanguard. Thank you both so much for being a part of the 13 Loon family and and celebrating the beauty of inclusion with us. And I'm just so excited mm-hmm. for, for our listeners to see all that's to come for you, to shop um, your brand. And yeah, we're thrilled and excited for all that's to come.
2: Thank you so much. Same for you guys. We so you so we're so thrilled. We're so excited to be a part of it. And congratulations again to all of you guys' success. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank, for, thank you for visiting us today on the Beauty Vanguard.
2: Thank you.
0: This episode was produced by Alexa Machia and Anne-Marie Johnson. The show was edited by Charlotte Council. You can follow us on Instagram at 13 Loon and at Melissa McSaySay, and at Nakeo.